We should not tell people that it's good to talk about a mental health condition without actively ensuring that the environment is one in which it is safe for them to do so. Too often for people with a diagnosis of borderline personality disorder, BPD, the social environment is not one that is conducive to them being open about their diagnosis. Such a disclosure is still too often met with outdated stereotypes and harmful caricatures. I met Rosie when she generously agreed to be a guest on my podcast as part of a series I recorded on BPD. Having trained in dialectical behaviour therapy, DBT, early in my career, I wanted to lend my voice to creating a more thoughtful and compassionate public conversation about what it means to have BPD. During the discussion, Rosie described experiences of discrimination from both friends and professionals that will be familiar to many people facing this diagnosis. Dehumanising judgments from the outside world don't just make disclosing BPD fraught with difficulty and risk, they can also undermine a person's internal experience. On a hot summer's day, a new client explained that they felt anxious about telling me that they were feeling uncomfortably warm in my consulting room because it's manipulative of me to say that I am hot because then that puts pressure on you to turn the air conditioning on. Comments and beliefs like these highlight how the general portrayal of BPD is so toxic that simply asking for basic needs to be met can leave people wondering whether they are causing harm. It is deeply saddening to be confronted with someone who has internalised the stereotypes of this diagnosis. Their hurt is palpable, as is the loneliness of being so negatively characterised and misunderstood. I hope we can all agree that anyone facing a mental health diagnosis deserves better than this. So, are things getting better? Well, as is so often the case, it's a mixed picture. On the one hand, social media has enabled and empowered those with lived experience of BPD to share their own stories, build supportive communities and challenge the dominant illness narratives. However, it is true that there are, sadly, still some professionals who hold and perpetuate stigmatising views and, as uncomfortable as this is to acknowledge, it is important that we do not turn a blind eye to this reality. To do so would be a disservice to the profession and the people we are trying to support. It is crucial that mental health professionals are deliberate in working to undo the stigmatised and often misogynistic representations of BPD. And it is for this reason that I hope professionals, as well as individuals with BPD and their friends and family, read this book. Yes, as health professionals we are human, and as humans we are susceptible to holding, perpetuating or failing to challenge biases that might negatively affect those we work with. However, as health professionals we have an ethical responsibility to seek out and address these biases so that we may offer the best care possible. As some of Rosie's own examples, see chapter 4, attest, a careless offhand comment from a health professional can create lasting wounds. Whilst none of us can ever be perfect, I believe we should all aim to be better. And we get better by listening. Too often we are keen to speak on behalf of those with a diagnosis without making space for their voices, without really listening. 
but the positive and accurate representation of people with a BPD diagnosis is important for all of us, patients, public, professionals. For those with a diagnosis of BPD, this book is a comprehensive and compassionate resource to help make sense of their experiences. Rosie provides a framework for understanding some of the most distressing experiences and behaviours associated with BPD and valuable coping tools, and provides a hopeful example that these ways of being can be shifted and the underlying emotional needs understood and met. She challenges the perception that life with BPD is bleak or impossible. Rosie brings a gentle authority to the book, like a thoughtful and kind friend who, having been through it already, is on hand to help guide you through what can be a confusing and isolating experience. That said, I sincerely hope that at least some of you are the friends, relatives, partners or colleagues of people with BPD, as well as health professionals, because solipsistic well-being is an illusion. The reality is that good mental health is a community endeavour. We cannot say it's good to talk without being truly committed to listening. Hearing people with this diagnosis speak for themselves helps us see the person and not the diagnosis. It is deeply humanising, which in itself is a step towards healing. And that is why this book makes me hopeful. Hopeful that individuals who receive this diagnosis now have a thoughtful and practical resource to guide and support them through the experience. Hopeful that the voices of those who have to bear the burden of this diagnosis are not just being heard, but sought out, valued and provided with a platform. Hopeful that we are creating a better, safer environment for these important conversations. Kimberly Wilson, chartered psychologist, host of the Stronger Minds podcast and author of How to Build a Healthy Brain.